Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to Only Stupid Answers, the best dang podcast you could put your moist little ears into. Why are they moist? Because we're moistening them up with all our love of movies. Yes. TV shows. That's the one. Comic books. Yes. Video games. Mm-hmm. Mm, UFOs, ghosts, you know how it is. You know how it is. <laughs> Kids' be. books. And first up, let's give a quick shout out to Wendy S., Caitlin Conway. We have Kayla Marie, Danny M., Julie Layden. Thank you so much for joining us Yay. live. Which you can do over at patreon.com slash only super dancers. Shout out to everyone who supports over there who gets our bonus show, Super TV Showdown, as well as Let's Talk Comics. And we also get to hang out on Skype, yes. which as of recording this, we're going to be doing later today, which is yep. very exciting. And uh, also, you can join our Discord, which you can chat up all the different sorts of things and we're going to be using a lot of the discord today to talk about different uh kids movies properties books and whatnot yeah that we think should get their due on the big screen so mainly books not yes. movies. they are uh, with the name they're <laughs> yeah, already, they're, on they're the big already screen. movies if you're new to the podcast i am dj woldridge and over here is sam bushur and like he was talking about we like to talk about all the pop culture things yes. that we're in too and this week uh because we're talking about you're like why are they talking about kids books and stuff like that because of how to train your dragon the, the hidden, hidden world because if you didn't know those are based off books yes they are i didn't know that yeah <laughs> i'm not that was that's all news to me i'm gonna be honest i wasn't surprised when i saw that credit i was like yeah that makes sense and a uh, uh, roommate and friend of the show ian doki uh, read those books before seeing the movies nice that's the only person i know who's ever how read many, those how many keep, Let's keep talking i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna guess three books is that what you're going to guess? Uh, no, I'm going to guess more. Mm. I'm going to guess more. <laughs> I'm going to guess more. I'm going to guess I'm going to guess a little more. more. But yes, to kick off the show, we want to give a, a shout out to the patrons as well. But also, we like to do a little segment called What We're Into. What are beep, you beep, into? This week. Wow, those look like just general. Wait, what? Oh, there's a lot of Because there's them. How to Be a Pirate? Is that part of the same How to universe? Speak Dragon. How what? to Cheat and Dragon's... This is something Curse. we should have looked up before the show started. Oopsie poops. There's a good amount of these. Wow. There's 12 books. Wow. Wait, there's a book? There's the a book Seasick of- Viking? There was a books before the... So there's Hiccup. There's a Hiccup book, How to Train Your Dragon, How to Be a Pirate, How to Cheat at a Dragon's Curse, How to Twist a Dragon's Tail, A Hero's Guide to Deadly Dragons, How to Ride a Dragon's Storm, How to Break a Dragon's Heart... How to steal a dragon's sword, how to seize a dragon's jewel, how to betray a dragon's hero, and how to fight a dragon's fury. I'm going to be honest, I like all of those titles better than A Hidden World. Yeah, and the last one came out in 2015. I'm I'm going to have to look at this now. I'm going to have to... Also, at first they're like, oh, it's not just dragons. And they're like, oh, wait, no, it's just dragons. It is just (laughs) dragons. Uh, But kicking it off, what are we into this week, DJ? Yes. We, on... Super TV show, and we talked about a new show that we started watching, Umbrella Academy, which we I don't did. think I think you're going to tap out of that one. Yes. What else have you been up to this week? Uh, I am. I just finally saw A Star Is Born, the most recent one, Lady Gaga, mm-hmm. one from 2018 last year. The guy from The Hangover, <laughs> Bradley Cooper. The, sorry, the guy from the A Team remake. That's all <laughs> Rocket <laughs> Raccoon. Yeah. Yeah. These are all yeah, the properties a, he's a part of. Yeah. Those, that's all true. Oh, don't forget Limitless. 
Excuse me. Oh, the CBS show. Yeah, exactly. He, he the CBS, uh, CBS show. Uh, how, anyway, so I saw A Star is Born. Very excited to check uh, that out. Um, and we liked Lady Gaga a lot because she's great. How can you not? I'm going to be honest. I wish there was more of her. I, I, apparently, I'm not alone. I saw recently, uh, because th- this is a nominated for some Oscars, not as many as I think people were expecting, um, but uh, I saw other people pointing out that it kind of favors the descent of Bradley Cooper's rock star character over the ascent of Lady Gaga's singer character. And I feel like that was not to take anything away from Bradley Cooper. He delivers an amazing performance. He did a good job directing it. But I would, I was more in it to see lady gaga and her growth and then it becomes a lot about him being depressed and sad and a drunk there you go and i felt i, I don't know i wanted to see her blossom because there's a whole subplot of like oh she's selling out her art mm-hmm. and then they don't resolve that no. <laughs> yeah just kind of like let it be hey, maybe um, you maybe you do i i don't disagree with you with a with that movie i did really enjoy it i would have liked more lady gaga she's so well. good it's it's it almost hurts when you see somebody that talented at everything it's like cut it out man like the, <laughs> save some of it for the rest of us for crying out loud you can't be good at everything she's so driven and there's a, <clears throat> an uh interview from 2002 that went viral of her just talking about just how much she's just gonna go for it yeah uh, it's amazing i'm gonna be <laughs> i'm gonna it's something that bummed me out is my wife was like oh is she is she your age i'm like don't 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 do that to me. and then she looked up it's like yeah she's your age <laughs> she's, she's busy oh, she's so much more successful than I'll ever be but no she's so good in the movie Bradley Cooper does a uh, has a great performance Sam Elliott this is a, this movie's been out for months I'm not telling anybody, anybody anything they don't already know Sam Elliott's great in everything always oh his relationship with Bradley Cooper because you're like they're brothers and you're like <laughs> that was weird it, I just, liked it I liked, but it's like just make him be the dad like what's going on there like I, I like or get a younger actor to be the brother no you gotta get Sam Elliott because Bra- yeah. apparently Bradley Cooper had that voice locked and then they're like oh it's Sam Elliott we could get him and they're like oh that would make way more sense <laughs> and I like that that it was like yeah you took my voice yeah and but I'm I, I didn't I didn't mind um Bradley Cooper doing that voice. No. It actually worked out. No, well. I thought he did really great. You know, weird because I always do this shit. It's so embarrassing. I like to think I'm not as much of a nerd as I am. For some reason, watching this movie, I was like, I could see Bradley Cooper's Batman. You are a nerd. I am a nerd. Yeah. It, it, with, with all the talk that's been going on, it's like, yeah, I, I really think he could do a really good job. Because a lot of the names that are thrown out there, I'm like, yeah, that is a person. Doesn't Bradley Cooper, he has crazy blue eyes too. He always thinks yeah. popping out of the cowl. It was cool to see Into him. The night. Uh, because a lot of the roles play into his his handsomeness, um, but I liked and like he slick he plays the slick guy. I liked this. I liked I liked this uh, this character he was playing. I thought he did a good job with it. Um, beard scratch, uh, yeah, beard scratch, yeah. But it was cool seeing him uh, stretch himself a little bit. And I'll be interested to see what other. I mean, good for him. Normally, when uh, actors direct their first movie, they don't get this kind of. This movie's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be when I went in. Like, they recreate the entri- entire Grammys. Oh, yeah. It's it's big deal. Also, yeah. this has been a big year for actors, normally comedy actors, doing a more serious directing role with, like, Star is Born and Jonah Hill doing uh, the ni- mid-90s. Did you ever see mid-90s? I didn't. It was at Fantastic yeah. Fest. We missed it. We missed it, it, it is on Amazon Prime, I think, to rent. So I might okay. rent it. It's, it can't be that I, Yeah, I heard, some, I heard some decent things about that. Obviously, we were just talking about the Oscars. As of this recording... The Oscars will have happened, so I want to con- uh, congratulate Roma on its wins and Spider Verse on its 
I mean, but for being real, like, I know we can't really have this discussion now since it already happened. Yeah, so if we're in a weird position of, of recording it, it hasn't happened, but very, by the time it comes out, it will have happened. At the very, very, very least, if Spider-Man doesn't win, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna give up, because... One of the best parts of the Oscars is everyone complaining about them. But for real, <laughs> like Spider-Verse, it's next level. It's trying to challenge the medium that it's, it has to be shuffled off into. Yeah. Where it's like, no, this movie, out of all your best pictures, it it actually does deserve to be up there. Apparently, from the craftsmanship yeah. to the voice work to the music to the cinematography. There is cinematography in this. Yeah. It There's so much love and heart and effort put into it. And it's so stupid it's it's mind numbingly stupid that it is not in best picture. I'm yeah, gonna get yeah, that. I gotta get that out. I will say, I wouldn't hate the universe if Isle of Dogs won, even though Isle of Dogs will not win. But I do. I I'm bummed that a movie with that type of craft won't ever get the recognition. Like as great as Incredibles was, and, and I I'm totally Spider Verse has been cleaning up all the other awards, and normally that's like the gauge for other for the Oscars of like. Who's been winning everywhere else? And it's been Spider-Verse. And that's great that it's not getting trounced by like Disney movies. Because normally all those guilds are filled with Disney alums. So oh, yeah. they vote for the Disney stuff. Which is normally really great anyway. So it's not like a whatever. But but I I, I would love for Spider-Verse to win. If Spider-Verse was to lose, I wouldn't hate it if it was Isle of Dogs. Because I want that type of craftsmanship to be recognized. True. But I'd hate, <clears throat> I'd hate it just to... I, also, as much as I love Spider-Verse, and Spider-Verse is so good, it's one of the best superhero movies ever, um, one of the best animated movies ever, uh, the, it's hard to compete with just the pure joy that Isle of Dogs gives me. Just every time I sit down and watch it, it's just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, hey, I, love, I love that movie. But yeah, it's, been, it's, a, weird, it's a weird year for the Oscars because there's not like, for me, normally there's a few standouts for me. Uh, although, what am I saying, man? Most of the movies I normally love never even come close. Like, Mandy was, like, my favorite movie last year. Of course it's not nominated for shit. Mm-hmm. Anywhere. Good Time last year wasn't. You know what I mean? Normally it's just not in those competitions. I like Roma. Um, I, I thought Roma was really cool. I really want to see Cold War. I've been hearing a buddy of mine saw Cold War. I've heard nothing but good things about it. It wasn't really on my radar. I have no. I, I saw a poster for, in, uh, for a four-year consideration. Yeah. And I don't. I tried to look it up, and I was like, it's not streaming anywhere. It's not in any theaters right now either. So I'll, I guess I'll have to check it out um, later. Do you have any? Uh, I looking at the best pictures. Honestly, I want Black Panther one. Like of those movies, my favorite of them is Black Panther. So from enjoyment and to uh, a lot of people are like it's just another. A lot of like critics of it are like it's just a superhero movie. We're just adding yeah, but, our own in, our own significance to it. It's like Bohemian no. Rhapsody is just a biopic. So is. fuck he, off with that yeah, shit. <laughs> you just like Freddie Mercury. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine but don't come at me with like black panther's not worth if bohemian rhapsody's on that list black panther better be on that list are you kidding me surprise first man's not on that list we're getting off yeah, track that's because yeah that's actually really surprising that was a really good movie and it's damien chazelle which yeah. is pretty much a shoe in but again we're getting we are old men at this point <laughs> because all decisions have been made yeah and we'll be grumbly on twitter which yeah. you can follow us at sam basher at tj talks trash there you go but for me what i'm yeah, into, what are you this, into week this week is uh how to train your dragon uh, the Hidden World. I, I actually really enjoyed it because it made me start going down like these like memory holes of the other series. Yeah, and it sounds like I should check out if nothing else, at least the first one because it's so cool the way they just make it like it's the it's the same appeal you get from like a Pokemon where it's just yeah. like you are a kid 
who's in this world, who's going to explore every nook and cranny, and what it populates this world besides people are magical creatures. But yeah. Pokemon are magic. Who gives a shit? Um, yeah. They in in this it's dragons, but the way that they the, the different iterations of them, and for some reason they all work together to kind of attack these villages. Who cares? They're mm-hmm. awesome. They're so cool. Best one I've already mentioned it before when we did our review, but. One of them just like gets so worked up, it just spits like hot oil all over itself, and it just lights on fire because it's so fucking worked up. Yeah, and it wants to kill something or eat a sheep or whatever it wants to do. Super on board with that mm-hmm. one. I mean, it doesn't sound like it'd be the best one to ride. Oh, the uh, two-headed one because you saw the movie. Yes, uh, that one. One head sprays like a flammable gas that mm-hmm. like is noxious, so it can kind of knock you out. And the other one lights it, and it's so cool that like, cool. oh, that's so cool that they're. They team up like that. And the Night Fury is the coolest because it basically throws a bomb out of its mouth. Mm-hmm. And it's fast. And at nighttime, the way they show it in the first movie, it's just like all you see is stars disappear for a second as it flies by. Oh, cool. It's really cool. I, like, I can't believe I, you haven't watched that movie. I know, I know. The design of Toothless is really good because it's it's cool. It's this weird combination of being co- both cool and cute, which is normally kind of challenging to do. Pokemon does a pretty good job of it, mm-hmm. actually. But, uh, yeah, so they did. Yeah, it's it's a really. I mean, I didn't see the other two, so I don't have the emotional connection. But like all the dragon stuff was cool. Oh yeah, and you could see our full I review. This fire sword too. The fire sword. Oh yeah, which I guess was in the second movie. Yeah. What did they introduce in this one? I thought all the armor stuff was new to this the, one. The uh, more of the ar- the finished armor is set up in this one. There okay. is some armor in the other one, but like the whole wear in the skin thing, yeah, which is not <laughs> as dark as I thought it was going <laughs> yeah, yeah. to be. Uh, they explain it more in the third movie. But with that, since you can watch our review on youtube.com slash only stupid answers. Also, new stuff coming there. Not just like new videos, new stuff. Yeah. yeah. By new stuff, it means we can't talk about it yet <laughs> because of it's that new. Uh, reasons we can't. No. But it's going to be uh, dope. Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah, very excited about that. Uh, this movie uh, is a good little segue for us to get into a topic that uh, I pitched to you earlier this week where it was just yes. like, man, I didn't know that these were children's books. And there are plenty of children's books that we've, like, you know, tried to convert into a film franchise. And we've had young adults. That was a big phase for a little bit. When? A recent, right? <laughs> Actually, up till this year with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Comic books are in their prime right now. And I, I felt like there are just so many series growing up that, like, I, I just wish there was some form of adaptation of one of these. You know, like, yeah. of one of these books, uh, one of these series yeah. that I would absolutely love like uh, you know like magic school bus that's that it somehow translates perfectly from a tv show as a book as anything because it doesn't matter all it is is kids different shapes sizes flavors whatever yeah. and then miss frizzle and you got the bus that's alive mm-hmm. maybe <laughs> i'm not sure man that bus's life must be a nightmare oh yeah all oh, the gum sure. stuck to its insides oh yeah and it, it flies inside a body who yeah. watches that one <laughs> that one's go- it goes into space somehow who knows? It's magic. Oh, yeah, it's magic. Uh, but I wanted to open up the conversation to you guys who are the listeners and to you, DJ, and the kind of talk Ooh, about I'm some not of the a, series. I am not a listener. Um, I'm a present. There you go. Uh, and what you, what kind of series you'd like to see. Like Sergeant Cool Beans, great name, great handle. Um, they mentioned Percy Jackson, man. The book series had so much potential, and the movies just didn't. They messed up the lore and the characters, and it was so disappointing. Maybe if it was converted to a TV format, and that would work better, I think TV shows suit book adaptations a bit more than movies do. Hey, I'd probably be in that corner as well. There's some instances where that's better, but, like, Percy Jackson's a good segue as well, because yeah. what a cool pitch. It's like, yeah, Zeus... Did you read the Percy Percy Jackson's? I always wanted to. Okay. But when you saw the trailer, it's like, hey, Zeus, you know how Hercules is a demigod? Yeah, he never stopped doing that. Like, mm-hmm. he never stopped being a being a, an adulterer he just come on down to earth 
do his thing yeah. and all the other gods would do it as well yeah and because percy himself is neptune right or poseidon, poseidon. sorry 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 i was got the romanized version roman knockoff gods yeah. am i right everybody i mean yeah if anyone's got a <laughs> I don't know something in that camp. Um, yeah, no, the the pitch for it is amazing. Where it's just like, yeah, modern day demigods. All of that lore is real, but cool. we we hide it just a little bit more. Yeah, and doing that in a in a series like a Netflix series because that's the easiest thing to point to, really, yeah. honestly, where you can just explore something that everyone has a loose knowledge of. Like everyone kind of took a Greek history lesson where it's like yeah. you got Zeus, you know, like Aphrodite, you know, Artemis, you know, Artemis is a god. Right? Mm-hmm. Athena is who I'm trying to think of. Yeah. And Artemis as well, but yes. um, Athena and you have Apollo, Midnighter. No, that's and Wonder Woman. There you go. Those are all the, those are like, the Greek gods. gods. We got it. Nailed it. And if I want, if I saw that converted, I would I would love to see it in an animated form. But also, I don't know if you remember this, but after Hercules came out on the Disney Channel, they did like a early days of hercules brian gosling that was one of his first things he was the young hercules for real yeah also fun fact about the hercules show with kevin sorbo uh-huh. and the spinoff which was xena with lucy lawless those were produced by sam raimi no way yeah that was that was post like evil dead dark man all that stuff pre spider-man and all that stuff easy transition yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go so <clears throat> in that same vein of like young uh up-and-coming demigod you could get like a fun animated series of percy jackson where you get to explore because the idea of like you go to a camp and you get to learn how to use your abilities from the gods that then decided not to raise you yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you get to explore fun. that yeah, yeah yeah and i believe stanley tucci played an important role as like a mentor in those live action he movies. is so good yeah he's such a good actor he was in he's the only good part about the last few transformers movies yeah. before bumblebee like every time he showed up it's like well at least stanley tucci's having fun man uh kayla marie in the chat is saying yeah for <laughs> sure do a percy jackson remake right now clean slate baby it's so interesting it's so like that's uh my sister read those books and I never heard of them yeah. until the movie came out, which bums me out. I also, wish I read them. Fun fact: Alexander Daddario is in those movies as well. That's got her start. Mm-hmm. And another person with piercing blue eyes talking about Bradley Cooper yeah. earlier. Those eyes just break right through the camera. The right veil up. of oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it feels like she's right in the room with you. Um, by the way, yes, I know this movie's not going to be on your radar. And I can okay. already right, feel. I can already on. feel the poo poo. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! I'm sorry. Speaking of Stanley Tucci, yes. Devil Wears Prada. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Not against it. I'm Meryl not against Street, it. Yeah. Anne Hathaway, Emily Blunt. Yeah. Uh, you know what I did Stanley see? Stanley Tucci. That they're in the same movie in my brain is the one with Anne Hathaway where she learns Robert life lessons from uh, uh, Robert De Niro. He like he's like older and he's like I'm gonna go back to work and then he teaches her like the old school way of doing things. Oh, it's like the intern or something. Yeah, like that. Uh, not, that movie's not very good. <laughs> that movie's, no, but I've heard look- good things about the Devil Wears Prada. And again, anything with Stanley Tucci, he was in uh, Feud. Uh, uh, of the first he season is. feud. He's so good. Yeah, like so crazy good. His role in Devil Wears Prada, which. I'll lie right now and say it was a young adult book. <laughs> just yeah, so it yeah. Ties just so, so it ties in. into what we're talking about. It is a it is a based on a book, but yeah. um, his his he wasn't cast until like three weeks before the movie started shooting. Jeez. I don't know how no one thought like, oh, no. we can't find a person that we want. Let's go get Stanley Tucci. Think Stanley Tucci up front. Yeah, maybe there's something we don't know about him, but like, yeah. I don't want to put not. I don't want to put any nonsense out there yeah. as far as i know every time i watch him he's great and he seems like a charming individual so what please if you in the next month 
Write it somewhere on your calendar. Rent it. The, the Devil Wears Prada. Single it's thing, so Stanley good. Tucci. He's got some of my favorite stuff. And his character in Captain America, the first Avenger, is nothing. He's just the mess. <laughs> but he brings so much heart to it. When he, when he sits down to have a drink with Steve, it's like really emotional. He's so good. He's so good. <clears throat> uh, but back to some other series that I'd feel like. Uh, uh, picture this for a second. Yeah. An actual Goosebumps movie. <laughs> so when you say like a goose, actual Goosebumps movie, are you thinking like an anthology type situation? Ooh. Or maybe just an adaptation of like The Haunted Mask or Monster Blood. Monster. Shout out to Monster, Monster Blood. Blood. Yeah. What happens? Like a monster. I think it makes you grow, right? Something like that. Yeah. Because the other one and I remember. maybe. Yeah. And uh, I remember Monster Blood 4 because Goosebumps had its sequels. Oh, yeah. The Monster Blood was blue and oh. it did something different. But I don't remember what. I got you. The dummy Slappy kept came Monster Blood kept coming back and Slappy kept coming back. Slappy got a wife. I watched that um, episode of the TV yeah. show. Wow, that epi- those, that TV show's uh, trash. But as a kid, <laughs> man, it, there's an episode where like someone had like this. It's from like an older kid's point of view, but their parents have a baby and they bring the baby home, but the baby's like possessed and evil, but never shows anything when the parents are home, only when the kids home. Is this Goosebumps? Oh yeah, and okay. it, it made as a kid. Who was easily scared? I like cry. I never. Yeah. I don't even know what the end of it is. I think it turns into like a monster and goes after like the cool. kid. And then I tried to rewatch it recently. I was like, oh wait, this is awful. This yeah. is actually really bad. Best theme song ever, though. Which oh, I feel yeah. like with the Twilight Zone remake coming, the Goosebumps. You got their movies where it's Jumanji, but Goosebumps, Goosebumps yeah. characters. Which is did fun. the sequel already come out? It had came and went. Oh, they couldn't j- get Jack Black back. Jack Black back to do R. a R. live Stein. action role. Yeah, Arl yeah, Stein. Interesting choice. Um, great choice, honestly. Yeah. But he did come back and voice Slappy because he did that in the first movie. Okay. Uh, they really lean into Slappy. I guess he was popular. Yeah, he was one of the main ones. There also was Goosebumps 2000, which was supposed to be like the more adult one, and Slappy came back for that. He was more adult? I don't know. Like, like more like young adult. Like, because uh, Alstein, I was obsessed for Alstein for a minute. Uh, you know, he's, I mean, this is a joke they have in the movie, but he outsold Stephen King. Yeah. I mean, he does crank out way more books. Yeah. Uh, so Goosebumps, and then he had Fear Street, which was for teenagers, which I think was pre Goosebumps, and then and then Goosebumps, and then Goosebumps two thousand, and he also worked on Eureka's Castle, by the way. Which Apparently, was that one? That was uh, when I was a kid. It was a Muppet show. Eureka was a wizardess, um, wizard, and there was a there was a, what was the dragon's name? Fajelm? For for Here's the cover yeah. of Monster Blood Four. It's a bunch of blue slugs with luscious lips. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best way to describe it. Luscious lips. Like fun l- fact about Goosebumps. Goosebumps was the first book I ever read on my own. Uh, book twenty five, The Masked something. It was like a supervillain from a comic came to life in our world. What? That's up here. That sounds like that's up here. Wait, <laughs> might uh, influenced me some. So the blurb for Monster Blood Four is uh, what is it? Evan Ross can't forget about Monster Blood, the evil green slime that never stops growing. It can turn ordinary pets into ferocious animals and twelve-year-old kids into freakish giants. But now there's a new kind of Monster Blood in town. It comes in a can just like the others. Only difference is the slime is blue instead of green, and instead of growing, it's multiple into di- different terrifying blue creatures with razor sharp teeth 
There you you had to add the razor sharp teeth. That's not scary. Kids aren't scared of just multiplying because they don't know. Ooh. Parents are like multiplying. What? Yeah. It's like a gerbil. On on the on the cover, there's one of the slugs that has its lips on, on, <laughs> on a, a shower, shower head. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's drinking all the water. So, uh, by the way, the book of uh, that I was mentioning, book twenty five, Attack of the Mutant. That was that was that one. Before we go any deeper into that, let's take a second and talk about our pals over at Open Fit. Open Fit. Getting fit and staying healthy always sounds easier said than done. I know that was true for me for a long time. And same currently for me. Before Fortunately for us and our listeners, OpenFit is bringing you something new that makes it even easier to never miss a sweat session. You gotta sweat out those calories. Is that, oh, is that yeah. how that works? Yeah, you gotta stay healthy in many different ways, and you can lose the commute to the gym. Let the workout come to you. Thank you, yeah. OpenFit, for that. Because boy, howdy, I've already started using this, and I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, the commute part is the part that you, that one extra step is like, well, I guess I'm not working out now. Because then you're so. like, oh wait, I'll go and I'm on my way home from work. But what's the last thing you want to do on your way home from work? Is go work out. Exactly. You exactly. So do it in the morning with OpenFit. I mean, or whenever. whenever. Seriously, whenever works for you. OpenFit takes all of the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in as little as 10 minutes a day. So that's a great way to get started. Start with some of those shorter sessions to develop a habit, baby. That's how I did it. It's got amazing trainers and classes. It's super simple. You can access it anywhere and any time. You can view it on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, and Roku. And it has results that you can see. Lose up to 15 pounds in just the first 30 days, flatten your abs, shape your body, and look and feel great. Man, I would love to. I'm working on my diet right now, and I'm going to be starting using OpenFit more, and I would love to use it with you guys. I'd actually like to be able to share this with you guys. So if you guys check out OpenFit, let me know at Sam Basher on Twitter so we can you know have this journey together. OpenFit has changed the way I work out, and with our code STUPID, you can join me on a fitness journey personalized just for you. Again, use our code STUPID and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life right now during OpenFit's 30-day challenge, our listeners can get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days when you text STUPID, stupid to 303030. That's 303030. You will get full access to OpenFit, all the workouts and nutrition information. Thank you. Totally free. Again, just text STUPID, S-T-U-P-I-D, to 303030. That's 303030. Let me know who's using it. We can use it together. Let's all get healthier together. healthier lives. Gosh dang it. Now let's get back to these kids' books. So what? uh, do you remember your first Goosebumps book? The one... The one that I remember reading the first time was, I'm blanking on the name. I remember yeah. the, the, okay, there was two, and I don't remember which one I read first. The one where the dad's in the basement, he's like, don't go down to the basement, mm-hmm. where the dad's like turning into a plant, or maybe was replaced oh, by man. a plant. I don't know about that one. Oh, it, it, there was an episode about it too, where it's like really bad makeup job, with cool. like, oh, there's a leaf growing out of his skin. And the other one was the gnomes, the gnomes yeah, that yeah, move yeah. at night. And uh, how like, it was like a dog whistle would make them stop. Interesting. And they never solved the problem. They like yeah. they like getting surrounded by them. They come after them. And in the movie, I would give them some credit. Like they would only move in like these like stiff positions because yeah. they're still made out of 
like the ceramic material. Yeah. Cool, cool choice. By the way, Julie in the chat says, uh, my sister used to have a Goosebumps book with a super scary fish on it. It scared me so much that I had to hide so I wouldn't, uh, I had to hide it so I wouldn't cry. Man, I know that feeling. Goosebumps really messed me up. But we're talking about mo- like uh, turning these and adapting oh, here them we go. into different. Julie, I'm going to, oh, Deep Trouble 2. Deep Trouble and Deep Trouble 2 have some pretty scary fish on them. Yeah. My first Goosebumps book was the sixth book, which was The Mirror That Made You Invisible. But I think it made you, it sucked you into another dimension or something. It was not great. <gasps> I saw the episode of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, uh, Worms. I don't, I don't think I've ever read it, but I always remember there's a cover that had worms on yeah, it. Yeah, Cause yeah, Because you got those, um, what would you call it? It's not um, foiled, but they did have foiled covers. But mm-hmm. they had the, with the texture. Yeah, and yeah. And the worm-like little ridges on it. Uh, it's so funny that I remember so many of the covers of Goosebumps, but I don't remember what happened in them. Same. Yeah. There was one that was like a carnival that you'd go into yep. and you could never leave. Classic. There was one... The last one that I remember that, like, oh, what was it? What was it? it oh, oh, the mask. The Halloween mask yes. that would get stuck to your that's skin. That's one that got sequels to the Haunted Mask. That's, yeah. a, that's a classic one. That was, like, the first, when they first did the show, that was, like, the first episode with Haunted they Mask. And I saw this. I never saw the first episode. I saw the sequel to that yeah, one. Yeah, where it's, like, an old green mask, like an old man, but he's green and all that stuff. Yeah. Because old people are scary. I'm surprised with the success of Black Mirror. Now we're getting Twilight Zone back that they haven't. I think we're getting the re-bring back Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yes. Um, and it's like, yeah. Of course you should do that. Why didn't you do that sooner? You know what I mean? Sony, you've had a really cool like stint with animation. I think Goosebumps might like live action's fun, but there's something you could do with kind of the the uh, illustration style you get on the covers because it's kind of ingrained in everyone's brains. Yeah, leaning into that and making it like title card. Like you get that at the beginning of the episode, and you can animate it kind of like spooky anthology show you, you don't have to have what? a through line you could have an R.L. Stein like narrator that kind of takes you through the That'd story be cool. oh it should be slappy yeah slappy should be the crypt keeper of the goosebumps books oh that's awesome that would be so okay two two things one um you just gave me the idea of something they would never do uh an animated anthology where each short has a different style a different slightly different animation Ooh. style something we will never get but would be super cool uh, the other one was with Goosebumps. Do you want it to be a movie or like a TV series? TV series. Let's okay. lean into that. If you wanted to make it, because Goosebumps is just like you. I don't think anyone's too hung up on like a story. Yeah. There's a few that are popular. Yeah. But if you got any of them, like come on, mm-hmm. man, give us something. Like everyone kind of remembers the Yeti in Pasadena or the Snowman and Abominable Snowman in Pasadena or whatever. Yeah. Because he's melting. <gasps> it's too. It's too hot in Pasadena. It's not. It's a very pleasant place. <laughs> it's very nice. It's pretty cool. Um, but with that, think scary stuff i also wanted to give a shout out to spiderwick chronicles which got a movie with freddie highmore when he like the height of freddie highmore phase uh, fame like um, that doesn't mean anything to oh, me. uh the kid from the willy wonka reboot and he's, oh yeah yeah, yeah, he's yeah doctor child doctor that's on the on cbs right now the good doctor the good doctor gotcha that's him mm-hmm. now he's older and he was on bates motel yes so, yeah so giving you so he's done stuff but yeah. he, it, it, when as a kid I really liked him because he felt like a normal kid and a British kid so I'm like oh that means he sounds cool <laughs> so that's what that means so I went and saw the movie and the movie uh, summed up the three main books of the series into one movie which I'm like that's fine I get it because like there's world building and like fun things and the Spiderwick stuff that you could kind of whittle down oh, yeah. actually it's five they did five books in one movie whoops because that's how short they were they were were really easy to kind of like first 15 minutes you're done with the first book easy peasy um but the idea was so cool. It was just that these kids move out to a manor they don't want to. They like the big city life. Hey, yeah. taxi, have a pizza. <laughs> I don't know. They're from New York. But, uh, and they recently had lost, uh, uh, or it's through a divorce, the, the dad 
left. Okay. And um, so it's just the mom trying to raise an older daughter and I believe his two brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, and in there, like, they start investigating the house because it's in the family. And they start, like, they basically find, like, a little um, eyeglass, like a little mm-hmm. monocle. Then when you look through, it has, like, all these engravings on it. And it would allow you to see, like, this other world with, like, fairies and other creatures and whatnot. And it was, they sometimes they teamed up with them. Sometimes they would find, like, all these, like, crazier creatures. And, like, usually you get your, like, your gnomes, your giants, your elves, your whatever. But there's always, like, a, the scarier turn on basically all of them mm-hmm. hobgoblin was like one of their ones that like they got to hang out with who looked kind of like a pig but it was walking up and he would get if he spat in your eye he would let you, you can now see everything without using the monocle because you have to get rid of the monocle. yeah at, at some, some point, point we got to clear clear out that monocle oh yeah i absolutely love those books and what was cool was most of all was that it was just small it was mm-hmm. self-contained where it's like there is another world out there. There's a whole world. But for these kids, their whole world is here. Is yeah. at their house, which is what it is when you're a kid. It's like, I kind of want to investigate the backyard. Cause mm-hmm. like Where I lived, it was on like a little bit of a hill. Like it, there was I could see the backyard of the house right below us. But I was like, there was some brush in between. Oh, shit. So there could be something in there. Yeah. Something spooky. And I love the idea of just keeping it self-contained and small. And I wouldn't mind it being an animated series where it's like, I will always kind of go back throwing it towards animation because with this, on the covers, you always had, like I was mentioning before we started recording, but it was like um, a Tim Burton-esque like Velveteen Rabbit. Like if you can remember like the Velveteen Rabbit. Yeah, like, yeah. Very like simple lines, simple shading, kind of watercolors, but you're Tim Burton, you had a couple hard edges and you're like, oh, <gasps> edgy. It, well, just for kids. Like yeah. just edgy enough where it's not super scary, but you feel brave when you're reading it. Yeah. And I would love... a just another deep dive into something like that where it's like hey it's kind of you're getting your tim burton vibes because everyone still kind of likes that you know Mm -hmm. everyone no one's like super against it and exploring a world like that where it's kind of like a monster of the week kind of thing and you have these kid protagonists i feel like that could really uh reinvigorate those books for the people like for for a new generation that was that makes a lot of sense to me i think that's good i want to throw out here julie layton says uh she used to watch this show called grizzly tales for gruesome kids and it was way too scary, and I need a therapeutic snack break to recover from being messed up. And she kept watching it. <laughs> but it's funny. Yeah, it's across the pond. You guys got some crazy shows over there. Um, yeah, I think that'd be really cool. I like the idea of I, – I like your animation stuff. Something I've always – I grew up with, and I feel like this would play well – with um, audiences today is Animorphs. I think I've discussed this before. I think Ooh, it's a dark one. That's the thing is it, it's it's for kids, but it, I I'm going to be honest with the household I grew up in got a little too dark for me near the later books and I bailed. But uh, yeah, it's a little bit darker, but it plays on that childhood fantasy of what if you could become another animal? And it was a good way to educate kids on animals and their different behaviors because when they first changed to an animal, they had to combat that animal's natural instincts and and their abilities so not only is it playing on a childlike fantasy and it tells a cool sci-fi story in that but also you're kind of educating kids on animals and teaching them about animal preservation and also there's a uh becomes pretty heavy-handed by the end allegory on like hey maybe war is bad you know what i mean there was an interview with k k a applegate is her pen name i don't remember her her real name but people were asking her like oh man it, it looked like it it wasn't a cliffhanger so much, but it kind of ended, um, like they resolved the main thing, and then the kids kind of became on, went on to become war heroes and soldiers, and it ends with them going into another battle, and they're kind of like, "Oh, why'd you do that? Whatever." And she's like, "Because the kids reading this book will soon be old enough to vote, and so it's important that we 
be truthful with them on what these things mean. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if you're voting, because I think the book wrapped up around the time we were in the second Iraq war. And uh, it was just one of those like, hey, know what you're supporting. Understand that stuff. You know what I mean? And I think that's good. I think uh, no matter how where you fall on that kind of thing, it's good. It's good to know the implications and the costs of for people of that stuff while telling uh, a, 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 an engaging, fun sci-fi world. And there's so many different like all the different aliens, and they had their own biologies and reasons for having like the Horkbusher were basically blade monsters, but there was a reason they had all those blades. Well, of yeah, course, yeah. So I, I think for show. you could do something. They did a Nickelodeon show that was not very good. Um, but I think I, with, I vaguely remember just this one middle episode that I just kept catching. I just <laughs> kept watching this middle one wherever I'd be like, okay, now I'm going to watch it. I turn yeah. it on. I'm like, why? Why isn't it a different episode? <laughs> and so I think it'd be cool, especially with today's technology. I think if you did a full movie, but the problem is people don't care about those movies the way you'd want them to. Like they're basically just cashing on the branding. Right before the episode, we were kind of talking about Stephen King. Where people back in the day, they would just kind of cash in on the Stephen King brand because the books were popular, but they wouldn't like invest in it, you know, like they do now. Like people, they've they've cracked it the same way they've cracked comic book movies. It's like you got to get somebody that cares and you got to put real money behind it. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're getting the good versions of it. You've got 112263. You've got Castle Rock now, which isn't based on any particular book, but just the idea of Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Um, so many different. St- we're getting a new. Uh, uh, um, the Stand series, we are, which uh, I, we, I love the books. Uh, I love the book, but the, not a lot actually happens in it. It's more in the interior lives of these people. So I don't know what that's going to be like. Uh, I need to. You're talking about education, and I remember as <laughs> I one am of talking the, about education. Well, you mentioned that when it comes you're to you're welcome, kids everybody. Books. Uh, and I wanted to give a shout out to one of the series as a kid that was really educational for me and really got me interested in time travel. Uh-huh. And I want to give a shout out to the time traveler's wife. There it is. Oh, by the way, that movie wrecks you, yeah. and it is based on a book. But I've yeah. only watched the movie. Whoo! Yeah. There's a saga of Rachel McAdams' time travel spouse movies. Yeah, she all she good. Really. She commits to those like Doctor Strange. Yeah, man. And she the problem is she's way too good for any of those roles. Mm. She's way more talented than just being the love interest. Like, come <laughs> on, man. She's so good. This time you get to be the time traveler. That's one of the good things about the second season of True Detective. She gets gets to play this hard ass detective and it's like finally just let her do different things. She's so good. Did so are you familiar with Magic Treehouse? Hold on, I am not. There you go. Oh, I remember she, wait, back. hold on. Uh-uh. I uh uh, I remember shelving them in the bookstore, which reminded me of that later because I remembered a kid's book that I didn't read, but I saw the cover. I'm like, yeah, uh, this thing, please. Anyway. Uh, one example, Artemis Fowl, never heard it. I always saw it, never read it. Now the movie's coming out, and now I looked it up. I'm like, oh, and me as a kid would have loved that. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, <laughs> Mag- too bad. Ship a sale. Magic Treehouse is these uh, boy and girl climb up into their treehouse that they find. Yes. Like, and when they get up there, they basically can talk to Morgan Le Fay. If you guys are familiar with King Arthur yeah. lore, she's like a witch or something. Yeah, usually. she's... she's- Typically, one of his antagonists, if and you will. It, and in this, that's not the case. It's no. that she's just kind of like talking to the kids and she sends them back in time to different scenarios to like collect things or to change an outcome or to learn something. And it's like sometimes it's like there's like a threat. Like I always remember like uh, the Titanic one where they go back to the Titanic and yeah. like it is scary. It's meant to be. And it's like, but at the same time, you're understanding what this time period meant for people yeah. and what it meant for what if they were these people going back in time, what does that mean? Yeah. And so I, I loved that exploration and also the idea basically they would just go into the treehouse 
they'd close their eyes and they'd open and they would be somewhere else. And something just magical about like, and we've talked about animation. You could do that with this. Yeah. But a live action story like this could be a, a one-off movie. You, you could do sequels if you wanted to, but if you just ma- streamlined it and made it just kids need to collect things from time, blah, 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 or learn yeah. information to solve a, a magical puzzle to save the world. You know how it goes. <laughs> it's in every movie. Yeah. And just have them, that idea of like, like that kind of Willy Wonka feeling where you close your eyes and you open them and you're just somewhere else. And like there is a way to get back like through different like ways, but sometimes something gets blocked. Sometimes da 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 da. And it was just so cool as a kid reading that. It was like, oh, cool. I can do cool things when I grow up. I don't know. Time travel is a little harder. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Little, I wasn't able, quite able to crack that one. Also, I need to give a quick shout out to. I'm looking for books. Uh, da 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 da. It was the something something doesn't do something. Uh, vampires don't drink lemonade or something. Oh uh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I have to pull up the series because I read the crap out of all of these. Yes, they are the adventures of the Bailey school kids. That's what it is. There you go. I read my parents couldn't buy me enough of these. Mm-hmm. I would just read every single one of them. It was so good. Every every oh my god, I love these books. Every issue is about a different like it'd be a historical figure or usually a monster. Yeah. Um, and it's like uh, an example, vampires don't wear polka dots, or Dracula doesn't drink lemonade. Um, that's a really popular one. Zombies don't play soccer. Dracula doesn't do rock and roll. Dracula mm-hmm. came back a couple times. Yeah, Dracula is a popular. He's popular. Angels don't do karate. <laughs> I learned a lot about them. Man, that feels like a letdown a little bit. Angels uh, don't do karate. They, Come on, they, man. Normally they don't. Yeah. Um, the one that I always loved as a kid was the Gremlins don't um, don't chew bubble gum, mm-hmm. and it was a substitute teacher, and they're like, yeah, that's a gremlin. Like, uh, didn't look like the movie, but it was like that gremlins like mess with technology. Yeah, and there is like they catch her like going to like a circuit board, like or a circuit breaker, and like starting to like just plug wires in, and it causes a power outage. But usually go away. The best one though was uh, I always liked the wizard one because the, they get a wand and they can make wishes come oh, true. Sad. Super cool, and it was just like a fun group of kids. Yeah. Tweens mm-hmm. doing their thing. There was a there was a kids book I remember reading when I was in school called My Teacher's an Alien. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. And there was a series of books, and that's another one that was like, oh fun, My Teacher's an Alien. And I think it was like, like they're scared, but it turns out that's not a. It wasn't a bad alien. It was a friendly alien. But then it ends with them like basically on trial to save the human race. Like, hey, maybe we should blow up the human race because they're fucking killing Earth. Uh-huh. And so that was another one that like veered off into like, hey, let's actually try and like. Fun fact. N- not have these kids be all, like, teach kids about maybe don't kill the planet. Guess what? We didn't learn. Uh, in high school, we had a series, we had a, like a day at the library. It was like banned book day where you could yeah. see all the books that are ban- that have been banned in other states or were banned and they're not anymore. That's on a lot, that was on a lot of people's lists. Why? Uh, Christian groups usually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the alien, the alien part they had a problem with. They also tried to say like, oh, the pulling the skin off their head thing was scary and it's, it's like a it's mask. a mask no okay so here's one i didn't read this was definitely not this was out of my time but i remember seeing it when i worked in barnes and noble i'm like 100 it's a book <laughs> series called skullduggery pleasant Ooh. and it's this skeleton dude in a cool look at this shit sam i've never I'm pulling heard of up this for before him. Yeah. yeah but look of course i'd want more of that where was that when i was a kid so it's a skeleton dude with uh like a flop hat and he looks like an old pulp here he looks like the shadow but he's a skeleton and I, I think I looked it up. He's a wizard 
training a kid how to be a wizard and it's one of those things that you one of the most important things is you can't let people know your name because then they're able to do spells on you and stuff like that so you have to come up with a pseudonym like skullduggery pleasant and it's like that's a really good name cool like so it looks so cool i'm not gonna read it because it's not for me if i'm being honest but like um it looks like i and i know they're like everything else they're they're talking about making it into a movie or whatever but I hope it's as cool as the book covers. I'm looking at the book covers right now. I hope it's as cool as these book covers. They're awesome. An animated series, an animated series for this would be amazing. Yeah. Or like CG animation. Yeah. Really quick. Yes. The book that I always wanted to read as a kid, then they made a movie that was not as successful with Brendan Fraser and Paul Bettany. It's Inkheart. I never read those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great premise. You, this guy can read things from books, any book, yes. and read them to life. And it was just so like that inhuman on the yeah. exactly right uh, reader. Uh, no, it's just such a cool idea because he would do it for like he'd read pages of Aladdin when he goes into the Cave of Wonders. So treasure started falling into the room out of nothing. Oh, cool! He accidentally read a character into being that he had created, and then he didn't know how to. He didn't mean to bring a person, yeah. but he he as I think I remember is that he didn't know how to put them back in yeah. after you got them. And like, then he, uh, evil forces wanted to read all the villains out of the books and yeah. blah, 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 or read an army out. And like, or is, is the, so this is an adult. Yes. Oh, or he, he was a kid and then he grows up and he has kids that come along with and him. They're the, the, okay. Gotcha. I was going to yeah. say, there's no way that one of these kids books has an adult as the protagonist. And I think one of the kids can do it too. I think Classic. that's, I think that's the thing. Brendan Fraser though, was the person who read him, And Paul Bettany was the character. He was like this, like, pyromancer like mm-hmm. he can like play with fire and move it around like cool. free so he became like a street performer in like eastern europe because he's like i don't yeah i'm not supposed to be here and so the whole st- you follow both of them as they're like trying to figure out a way to, like stop what the bad guys are going to do and put them back in there was a big moment where everybody was trying to make these kids books or young adult books into movies and it so rarely worked and i kind of wonder why why maybe they didn't because, work? like yeah i guess maybe because like a lot of them a lot of kids' books are trash. I don't know. Like, I, they're just really not very good. But, but uh, they work, but they sell. You know, like, they, they yeah. get... You understand, like... I mean, I understand why they would want to... Why they'd want to cash in on that, for sure. Before we dive into this more, uh, I want to stop for a second and talk about Robin Hood. Yes, let's talk about our friends over at Robin Hood. We've mentioned them before. And boy, how do they have an amazing service that you guys should check out right now. Because Robin Hood... <laughs> It's an investing app. That's right, kids. That lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. Hot dang. While other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees. None at all. So you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started, so you can just start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. I can attest to that as a very, very basic newcomer. (laughs) View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. Check this out that's it that's all you gotta do unto toi cat that's four in french taught you that too and you can learn more with robin hood you can also view stock collections such as 100 most popular so easy with robin hood you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio discover new stocks track your favorite companies and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest don't Miss another second, gang, because we got a deal for you. Robinhood is giving listeners of Only Stupid Answers a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. You can sign up right now at answers.robinhood.com. Go over there. Check it out right now, right this second. Get on it by going to answers.robinhood.com. Now back to the show. Thanks, Robinhood. You know what? Let's, uh, Let's take our peepers over to the... 
Discord. Oh, Cam yeah. Senses says Ben Tent. That was already a TV show. Also, I think it was an original TV show. Yes. Doesn't count. Made by Man of Action, who one of the people that works for that is Joe Kelly. Can you imagine that everyone's on board with uh, Percy Jackson being redone? <laughs> Everyone in the chat I mean, right good. now. I mean, good. Cool. I, you know, because I think the the secret to getting any of these done is th- to have that kind of like fan push. I don't know if any didn't. I think the, didn't Percy Jackson have a spinoff of like the Egyptian gods too and stuff? Ooh, someone looked that up. Yeah, um, I worked in a bookstore, so I saw all this stuff, even though I wasn't. It wasn't for you. Yeah. Um, then Landstander agrees with you. Netflix uh, making an Animorph series. I don't know if Netflix needs to do it, but somebody that would be Hulu, really cool. Hulu can do it. Hulu. Hulu. Amazon oh, Prime. Talking about uh, the mystery in the house. and One, you said Treehouse, and I wanted to say Haunting on Hill House. Remember the Treehouse? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Anyway. I, oh, that was so cool. That show is so good, and it's coming back with a sequel, but it's taking place in another, another house with a whole different setting. Anyway, uh, that's great. But you also made me think of... Uh, lock and key even though that is very much not a kid story no. but it does have the same like mechanisms of a kid story like hey what if there was mystery things in your house but also what if they were a nightmare yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, we are getting that right oh yeah we're getting that. that where are we they, getting that they started on netflix because they brought oh, yeah, it up course, and they, yeah. they 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 greenlit it and they're i think they're recasting from the pilot they saw and then they're moving forward cool uh, Vanny J says, what about a Narnia series? We got a few movies, but uh, so I would I be think, interesting to see all of the different books adapted. I think Narnia's coming to Netflix. I think it is, too. Yeah. And I, but the, my favorite book from that, because to be fair, I, saw, I read Prince Caspian, mm-hmm. uh, Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe, and then Magician's Nephew. To be fair, I own all seven, and I read Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. There you go. I think that's it. I think it's, it's the only one I read. Oh, and maybe A Horse and His Boy, or whatever. What's that called? I don't know. That is one uh, of them. Nice. Um, but my personal favorite out of those is Magician's Nephew, because it's about the guy who owns the house and owns the wardrobe. And yeah. him as a kid, spoilers, but I mean, I, you can kind of see the writing on the wall mm-hmm. when you start reading. It's also a kid's book. Um, but in that, he had this like special ring that like basically lets you identify where this like pool is in the woods. Yeah. You jump into it. You fall, like like basically splash out in this like forest mm-hmm. and there's pools everywhere and just like lights iridescent and every pool leads to another world nice. and that's how this kid actually kind of inadvertently creates narnia nice and is the reason the witch is there and you see the world that the witch comes from and it's it's i i loved it as a, as a kid it's so scary it's yeah. uh, it's not like nightmarish yeah. it's so subdued but it's just like uh-oh you you screwed up bad and yeah. like even more like because it's T.S. Eliot so there's like even more like Christian imagery in it or C.S. Lewis sorry yeah. ding ding last name yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a there's a lot of Christian imagery in there which is not bad but it's like you it, the, even more like Anselm being Christ like you get yeah. all that in the beginning to be for Anselm you've got Kingdom Hearts on the brain <laughs> Uh, Anselm the Anselm. wise. <laughs> uh, well, props to C.S. Lewis though, because he at least went through the effort of actually making a story, as opposed to like, hey, here's a sermon with, <laughs> yeah. with uh, some allegorical characters. Uh, I don't know about you, the collection I had was really confusing because when I was trying to talk to people about it, it's like, yeah, the first one's Magician's Nephew. They're like, no, it's later in the world. The I guess because they assume kids are stupid, they put it. And the later releases in chronological order of the stories as opposed to the order of their release. The first book is Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe. Chronologically, Magician's Nephew is there. So That's they just put I that first. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's just like, well, but That's okay. we'll figure it out. We'll yeah. figure it out. Come on, man. Don't need to fight about it. Uh, by the way, Yes, 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 Davey Likes says, Sideways Stories from Wayside School. I believe those were like the creepy, like, my teacher is Black Lagoon stuff. No, no, I think uh, Sideways School was like, I remember reading that. That was like, uh, it was like a comedy series, I think. It was. Yeah. Let's see, Wayside 
school is falling down that was the one i remember reading as a kid yeah okay so i did read these ones yeah. what am i thinking of teacher of the black lagoon or yeah, school I don't know. nurse of the black lagoon everyone and they were always at every like kids section of a bookstore we've got this when i was talking about uh maybe i should oh yeah i, I don't i don't want to i was thinking about uh b- bad bad kids movies uh <laughs> and i saw supermax said i loved uh I love, love, love a Sabrina-style Cirque du Freak series. Keep it creepy. Oh, and then Zay Rawls, I was just thinking about mentioning Cirque du Freak. Cirque du Freak was the one with um, uh, 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 John C. Riley. David Tennant. Yeah, and it was, I didn't see it. It didn't look very good. I didn't see it either. Yeah. Uh, Swan Man, 80, great. Swan Man 85, or as Rawls says, where's Waldo? And then Swan Man backs it up with, I'll do you one better. Who's Waldo? <laughs> and, and then says, I do you one better. Why is Waldo? Supermac ending it up with, uh, when is Waldo? And lastly, what is Waldo? And mm-hmm. how is Waldo? Yeah. I'm smelling a series. Yeah, hold on. Even though DJ immediately poo-pooed it. I I'm don't. greenlighting it. I'm getting into the business fun. Get your checkbooks ready. <laughs> I'm going to send it straight to you. Get going. You need to turn something Where's in. Waldo? Where has Waldo had a show for a minute? An animated series. But when's Waldo? I'm shocked. They, they had to have done that, right? Which part? When's Waldo? No. Like, where's through time? Also, you know what's weird? In every other country, it's where's Wally? Oh, that's not cool. Why? Why would you change that? Well, no, it was Wal- It was where's Wally, and then when it came to America, it was Waldo. Oh, well, we did it better. We, we figured that out. Also, they thought that we would get bored if it was where's Wally, which, based on your reaction, it seems right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yes, there's... Because uh... I know there was books where it's like... I, I don't like where he was in time. Yeah, but it's it's still where's Waldo? It's always yeah. like all right, all right, all right. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 360. There's a lot of options there for where's Waldo. They're having fun. Let's get a nine movie spanning sprawling series of where's Waldo. Of where is Waldo? Or maybe he joins the next Kingdom Hearts. You guys let us know. But uh, this was a this was a fun one. Really quick, last comment I wanted to read. Caitlin Conway. In fourth grade, we had a homework assignment to make a board game, and my friends and I made a Narnia themed game. That sounds amazing. Speaking of board games, yeah. I had to do that for Phantom Tollbooth, and that's a book series that I kind of totally escaped my brain. Remind me about Phantom Tollbooth? That's the kid gets in the Tollbooth, and he yeah. comes to a magical land where it's everything's like uh, an idiom or simile come to life or whatever. Okay. And he's got the do- the cover is the kid, Tollbooth, big dog with a clock on its side. Okay. Yeah, that's coming, if that means anything to you. But everything's like idiom or whatever, or like my the one image that ever stuck from my, in my brain about that is... Um, there was a kid who would walk around in the air, and he wasn't flying. He yeah. was just he'd walk in the air because he's like, "Oh, I was born with the perspective I'll have my entire life. I'll just grow down to meet the ground." And he's like, "I will always see things the same way." And it was like, "Oh, that's kind of like a fun little yeah. little thing to think about." It's like that's not how it works, but as a kid, it's like that's pretty fun. That's pretty uh, cool. Also, Julie Layden saying Wally is the superior being. Waldo and Wally being in the in a duking it out. Who's gonna find who first, and what's gonna happen when? Well, remember, there's an evil Waldo. There is. Yeah, he's got yellow. He's got like yellow and black stripes. <laughs> stripes for his thing. I will say, as far as kids' books adapted into movies, uh, props to Jumanji, the first one, for being a great movie. But the book is also really beautiful. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you had a chance to. And I'd say your favorite out of that too, or another favorite for yours, is Where the Wild Things Are. The adaptation. I, do, I like Where the Wild Things Are a lot. That's actually a go-to for one of my favorite adaptations because the book is very short, and the movie is more of an adaptation of the way the book made the uh, 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 Spike Jones, the dire- writer-director, 
feel like it's the same basic story kids get lost at sea he ends up in a world of monsters but it's also kind of dealing with like loss and divorce and being a kid facing a grown-up world and all that stuff um and also they actually had the monsters in suits and then they cg'd the faces and it's like yeah do more that should be how you do ninja turtle movies that should be because it worked it looked it looked great looked really cool yeah uh personal favorite i'd say is series of unfortunate events the netflix adaptation very good because it i mean i didn't read the book it, i just know the show's I, great. I read all of them i love them but it did a, it did a good job capturing the feeling where it's like there is dread there's mm-hmm. a lot of dread in these kids books but they really flushed out like stories that like because like you have you finished the third season yeah okay I'm so, caught up so submarine story where you find out like hook-handed man like there's a backstory to him. Yeah. In the book, you learn there's nothing leading up to that. All of a sudden, it just happens, and you're like, hmm, shrug. <laughs> yeah. And in this, it was like, at least we can kind of see, like, oh, he's got his doubts, and they're, yeah. they're seeding that. Also, the the secret society, you're kind of learning more, learning more, learning more. Uh, and I like that mystery. You, the show does point out that this is a weird story that is meant for kids, and it's dark, and it's whatever. So yeah. it, 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 it kind of lives in its own little bottle. Sometimes it doesn't always make sense. Maybe sometimes it pats itself on the back for its big words that it uses. <laughs> he does um, do that, but I'm assuming that's a symptom from the book. Yeah, it's a symptom from the book because yeah. it's meant to be teaching kids. Yeah. And in the show, it's just weird. But I think it's a very, it's one of the best adaptations I've ever seen, and I, they really improve upon a lot of the... Uh, good things and bad things from the series. I also think it's one of the better paced Netflix shows because by by having it basically be two parter episodes, there's these. I think that's a smart way. Like you get these little mini two episode arcs, and so it's better than just stretching out everything forever and ever. You know what I mean? Like I think it's one of the better paced Netflix shows. I also like it, my, one of my favorite uh, meta jokes it has is whenever it pokes fun at Netflix or streaming networks. I think that's. That's pretty good. So props to them for making a really entertaining uh, show. The one thing I will say, because I don't I never really talked about it, I don't quite know what, like they make a big thing at the end of like, but Count Off might have been good at some point. And I'm like, I don't, he murdered people. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this information. I don't know, like. What I got from it from the book and and they actually did a good job with this is that like showing that like because they don't have any of the flashbacks you oh know? and also like they, that was partnered with like maybe these kids are also bad and it's like but not really no 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 I, and I, yeah. I get what you're saying but the lesson that I think it tried to show the audience is that he was a good person mm-hmm. and he let the bad things that happened in his life change who he is to justify his bad his bad actions mm-hmm. and the kids do the same thing throughout the whole series it's like but it's from the point of view of these way overly exaggerated people that are just basically one note and there's nothing else to them. But they were pointing out, it's like, these kids lied and they Mm -hmm. stole and they cheated and they did all this, but they did it for reasons. And Mm -hmm. they had their reasons for it. But from an outside perspective, you could say that that's that's BS. You could. You could. But again, it's exaggerated world. And it's also like, but they're... It kind of murder people. He did, yeah. But he thought he was doing. But the right he had thing his reasons. Himself, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, it's also a kids book where at one point crows picked up a whole classroom full of kids yeah. in a net and flew them somewhere. That was the. That was just the one aspect where I was like, I don't know if you know what lesson you're trying to teach people. I wouldn't say it nails it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that. But that was it. Otherwise, I think that was. A, I. I liked. I thought the tone was cool. The design was cool. The cast was cool. That's. A, that's a really good adaptation. And props to them. For doing that. You know what? Let's wrap it up there, gang. If you guys have a series or a book or, or sorry, a book nope, said the wrong thing twice. <laughs> I'm talking about a TV show or a movie that you felt was uh that did justice to the book that it came from. You got there. We figured it out. It. 
You guys let us know in the Discord, which you can join by joining our Patreon, patreon.com slash OnlyStupidAnswers. Super easy. As low as five bucks a month, you can join it. And also, you can tweet us your thoughts at OnlyStupidAnswers. Nick out the vowels from stupid. Or us specifically at Sam Basher. At DJ Talks Trash. But for any more info, go to OnlyStupidAnswers.com for videos. You got podcasts. You got da-da-da-da. Lots of stuff there. Don't miss out. Also, new things are coming. Yeah, stay tuned for that. Really exciting stuff. And the Patreon's going to be getting a lot of stuff early. I'm very excited about that as well. Uh-huh. And Caitlin Conway says, I nailed it, and I appreciate that. I need that support in my life. And gang, you guys are awesome. Let us know what you think on iTunes. You can rate and review us five stars. We love when you do that. And until next time, stay warm. Warm. Stay warm, Frosty, please. my dudes. Stay warm and frosty. There you go. Bye-bye. Bye.